Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for joining us for this week's rendition of Martial Law, the turning point in each Major League Rugby match with Colby Marshall, the Iona Rugby alumni legend. Colby, take it away. It's good to be back, Matt. Let's get right into the action. I want to start off with Rugby ATL versus Old Glory. ATL, the number one team in the East, up by 10 points in the 38th minute but found themselves in a little bit of trouble when a yellow card was given out to Jeremy Masalagu. And even though Old Glory was pinned against their own goal line late in the half, there was hope that they could get a stop being up an extra man. But instead, a beautiful crossfield kick was played by Bautista Escuda that was ultimately brought down and scored by Austin White. Next one up. Yeah, in the game between the Utah Warriors and the Houston Sabercats, I think I know why. Houston lost this game at. I think it's because they look like the Colombian national soccer team out there. I mean, what are those uniforms? Anyway, they were actually in the game, only down 12 to 5 in the 67th minute when Warrior Michael Basca made a box kick that was muffed by the Sabercat player. Basca somehow got his hands back on the ball and was in the open field. And eventually he helped spearhead a move that led to a try scored by Minka Cruze that gave uh, Utah some insurance points at that point in the game. You're on your own with that criticism of the uniforms. I was just hoping that the Sabercats would be a little bit more competitive. They're having a rough year. Next one. New England versus NOLA. This game, two teams really in the thick of things in the playoff hunt in the East. NOLA battled back from a 9-0 deficit in this game, scoring 17 unanswered points to win. But I think the turning point came when they were down by two and had a midfield scrum. They ran a great play for one of their playmakers to get through the line out in open space. And then it was eventually worked out to Jolie Tikoi Suva, who put the burners on, got to the corner for a quick five points that gave them the lead. Yeah, that was a big win, and I didn't see that outcome happening. Next. Yeah, let's talk about New York and Toronto. Wanting to avenge their loss from earlier in the year to the Arrows, New York found themselves up 17-10, to 10 after a Ben Foden try in the first half. And the turning point for me was when Ben Benasso takes New York's ensuing possession, takes the ball and takes it all the way to the house by himself for an automatic seven. That gave New York a 14-point lead, and the game was close again in the second half. And so you don't see a lot of individual great efforts like that from Benasso. So I think that right there had to be the turning point in the game for me. It really gave New York a, a nice lead uh, that they were able to protect. But are you saying that, Ben Bonasso doesn't give a great effort every week, Colby? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it was a great individual effort that you don't often see from a player. And the afterburners that the big man showed to get past those Toronto defenders. One could also argue about the try that Apanisa Takaubalavu scored that was knocked on in the try zone. But we'll skip by that one. Next! Feeling my thunder, I see. It's all good in the hood. San Diego versus Austin. You know, the Gilgronies, let's face it, they've made a name for themselves this season. Sitting in third place, only nine points behind the LA Giltinis, who are leading the entire league. While leading 19-14 to 14 against the Legion, San Diego attempted a box kick in their own half that was blocked by the Gilgronies. On that ensuing possession, they caught the Legion sleeping with a nice pick-and-go move made by McCaffrey, putting seven more points on the board for the team from Texas. Yeah, San Diego, the Legion, I was back in them. I was on the bandwagon. That bandwagon got a couple of flat tires, but you got to tip your caps to Austin. Next. Yeah, last game of the week, Los Angeles versus Seattle. You know, it came as to no one's surprise that LA jumped out to a 7 to nothing lead. That's what they do. They get out to leads early. 
two minutes into the game, they had that lead. And then while up 14 to nothing, Seattle had the ball in Giltini territory late in the first half. However, a costly turnover led to a long run made by rookie out of Lindenwood, Christian Rodriguez. The next phase for LA saw Ryan James hit a gap, putting the Giltinis up 21 to nothing. So that little sequence right there was big. And shout out to Christian Rodriguez, a big time college player at Lindenwood, getting his opportunity here for the Giltinis, the best team in the league. Life is good. So are you saying that other teams like the Utah Warriors should give their college players some more blood time? I don't know if I haven't been clear, but you should know the answer. You should know the answer at this point. I think the expression says it all. Final thoughts, Colby, before I let you go. Utah, roster John Powers. Roster John Powers, a T-shirt coming up on the next Martial Law. On that note, we're out of time on this week's Martial Law with Colby Marshall. Thank you for stopping by. We'll see you next week. But in the meantime, please check out our other segments, including our Major League Rugby show, the Rugby Odds, the Zack Attack, and please sign up for our Rugby Wrap-Up Red Cross Blood Donor Team.